And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And on today's show, we're going to tackle a topic that we don't bring up very often on the show, but it's a topic that is very easily confused with real estate investing. Very easily confused. Have I confused you already? Okay, let's just get right to it. The topic I want to discuss today is the topic of wholesaling. Now, there are many real estate investor education programs out there that would tell you that wholesaling is a functionality of real estate investing. At Lifestyles Unlimited, we don't make that distinction. As a matter of fact, we come right out and tell you that wholesaling is not investing. And here's why. Let me just, let me just cut to the chase. If you're going to be a real estate investor, you need to be an active investor in active assets. Wholesalers don't invest in the assets that they're wholesaling. What they are doing is they're going out and finding a distressed piece of property. They are entering into a business agreement with the owner of the property to buy that property. And then what do they do? They turn around and they look for people like me, an actual real estate investor, to sell the property to. In doing so, they earn a fee, a wholesaling fee, and that's how they make money in real estate. Yeah, they, they're not really investing. The, the one takeaway that I want you to understand about wholesaling is that it's an, it's an actual job. I'm serious. It's an actual job. You go out and you spend a lot of time trying to find these distressed properties. You spend a lot of time trying to cultivate relationships either with real estate agents that have access to investors or actual investors like myself. And then you spend a lot of time trying to make the deal come together so that you can earn your fee. That to me is not investing. Investing is merely the concept of investing into an asset and having that asset pay you money over time, day in and day out. And with that payment of money, you are actually invested in the real estate itself. Did you know that? Okay, I'm going to use I'm going to use a Wikipedia definition. I don't I don't like to use Wikipedia a lot, but I think they got this definition right. Ready? An investor is a person who allocates capital with an ex expectation of a financial return. A wholesaler doesn't do that. They, they're not putting any capital into the deal. They're, they're merely just finding ways to resale a property that they haven't actually bought. Sounds like I'm picking on, on wholesalers a little bit, aren't I? Well, I'm not going to pick on wholesalers too much, and here's why. They're a necessary component to what we do in real estate investing. You didn't know that, did you? You didn't know that I have relationships with wholesalers. You didn't know that the real estate agents that I have relationships with also have relationships with wholesalers. We find wholesalers to be a necessary element to what we do, especially in the single family space. 
So what am I getting at? Well, there's, there's three deals that came across my desk that I was going to talk to you about on today's show. But instead of getting too deep into the deals, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get deep into the byline that two of these three deals came with. And you're going, what are you talking about, Al? The byline that these deals came with. Okay, so here's the byline. First of all, the realtor sends me the information about the property. And then they, they put in there in, in very bold letters, note. The original buyer is selling an option or assigning an interest in a contract for a fee and does not have the legal title to the property. Yeah, what that means is this is an opportunity to buy a particular piece of real estate. I still have to do my due diligence. I still have to get into the nitty gritty of this particular asset, but it's an opportunity to buy an asset that's in bad condition. Now, why do people go to wholesalers? Well, some people run their properties down into the ground so aggressively that if they were to put that property on the market in with a, a multiple listing service type of asset, well, what am I saying? It's not really an asset, multiple listing style sale. In other words, they, they get with the realtor and they say, hey, I want to sell my house. The realtor is going to pull up comps for the area and they're going to say, well, you know, houses in this particular neighborhood, they sell on the average of a certain price range. They're going to tell you what these price ranges are. And then they should advise you that based on the condition of your property, your property won't sell in the intended price range. It would have to sell for a lot less. And those sellers, first of all, they, they kind of get taken back because they don't they're not going to realize the pricing that they thought that they'd be able to realize on the property because the condition of the property. And then second of all, they're a little bit taken back by the fact that the real estate agent is going to charge a commission. Now, a typical commission in, in many real estate transactions is in the neighborhood of about 6%. Now, commissions are negotiable. It could be higher, it could be lower, but that, that sweet spot in the industry seems to be about a 6% commission. So when that person person with a property that isn't worth what the realtors are saying, what it could be worth if it were fixed up. And that individual wants to put no money into that asset. And then they start looking at a 6% commission on top of it. They start thinking, you know what? I'm never going to make any money in, in this real estate. I, I don't know how to make money in this real estate. And then along comes a wholesaler that talks to them and says, Hey, look, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll, I'll buy your property. Now, Lifestyles Unlimited, we do not teach our members how to wholesale. Here's why. It's a job. At Lifestyles Unlimited, we're not interested in teaching you how to go out and find a job. We're interested in teaching you how to destroy your existing job. You heard me correctly. Sound a little crass, didn't it? But it's true. We're all about helping you get to a place of retirement in the next five years, not waiting 30, 40 or 50 years to get there. I'm talking about getting done, getting it done in the next five years. Now, wholesaling, you have heard wholesaling discussed as a methodology for real estate investing at Lifestyles Unlimited. We disagree. Wholesaling is a process where you're engaged in work. You're going out and doing things that are very similar to having a job. You have to go out and make appointments. You have to go out and make those appointments. You have to meet those appointments. You have to negotiate with people. You have to talk to people. You have to do all these things that requires 
your time. And your time is not necessarily controlled by yourself. At Lifestyles Unlimited, what we do is we teach you how to invest correctly so that you do regain 100% control over your life, which means you regain 100% control over your time. That's a very, very important distinction. What I'm doing right now as a real estate investor is I am actively investing in a lot of apartment communities. I am actively investing in a lot of apartment units, but I'm actually talking to you on the radio right now. Yeah. So how can I be actively investing and talking to you on the radio right now? It's as simple as this. The active investing that I do doesn't require a bunch of my time. It doesn't require any of my time. No. Well, it does require a little bit of time. Now, let's, be, let's be fair and honest about that. But the majority of my time is spent taking a look at potential investments and identifying whether or not those investments make sense for my investing portfolio. If they make sense for my investing portfolio and I'm in the mood to buy, I will attempt to buy the asset. Once I buy the asset and I'm, I'm into the deal, there's not a lot for me to do because I invest with other people that take care of all the heavy lifting. They do all of the work. See, those those lead investors that I invest with, technically, they have a job. Now, they're retiring themselves the same way I am. It's just they're taking a more active investment, an active role in the investment process than I am. I am a very passive investor, and I'm totally fine with being a passive investor. But if you're a wholesaler, you're not a passive investor. You're actively working to accomplish something. And by the way, you're not really investing in real estate. All you're really doing is flipping contracts. Now, why do people, why do people get involved with wholesaling to begin with? Well, I think there's, there's a couple of reasons that, that make the attractiveness of wholesaling attractive. Well, first of all, if you don't have a lot of money, maybe wholesaling appears to be a way for you to make money in real estate. Yeah, it's, it's kind of an interesting concept. Here's, here's what I'm getting at. When you become a Lifestyles Unlimited member, you're going to know right up front that you need to have money to invest in deals. We tell you that right up front. You need to have skin in the game. It doesn't mean that every property you buy is going to require you to put money into the property. There, there are actually some deals out there that you could accomplish that will require you to put no money of your own into the actual deal. But we don't teach you to go look exclusively for those types of assets. We teach you to look for assets that make sense to you. And a lot of these assets that come across my desk are brought to me by people that are out there wholesaling. They've gone out, they've found a distressed asset. They are making that asset available to me through a realtor contact that I have. And then I make a determination as to whether or not I want to buy that asset. There's a lot of things that I look at. I look at what is the cash contribution or the cash flow of that property. I look at what will that property do for me for equity. There's a lot of things that I look at and then I make a decision as to whether or not to invest in that property or in the case of a wholesale property to actually secure the contract, pay the wholesaler their fee and make the wholesaler go away. So part of the reason some people get into wholesaling is the fact that it doesn't require a lot of money. It really doesn't require any money. 
Now think about it. Wholesaling requires minimal investment, which makes it an attractive option for individuals that don't have large sums of money to invest in real estate. That's why some people go into wholesaling because they don't have any money. And because the wholesalers don't have to make any repairs or renovations to the property, they can purchase the distressed property at a lower price and then they can sell it quickly to another person, i.e. an actual investor like me, and they can make their profit. How much profit does a wholesaler make? Well, it depends on the market. It depends on the, the aggressiveness of the wholesaler. And it depends on whether or not the wholesaler is charging a fee that may or may not make the deal work out correctly. Another reason people get into wholesaling is they see it as an opportunity to make quick profits. Yeah, quick profits. I mean, if you think about it, if, if you get a property under contract and within a very short period of time, you're able to flip that contract to me, an actual investor, and I pay you your fee, you've made your money in a relatively short period of time. But here's the other end of the story when it comes to quick profits. How much time did you actually spend trying to find that asset. That can be a very long period of time. Now, the last reason I think that people might get into wholesaling is the concept that they have, there's, there's low risk in, in what they're doing. What am I talking about? Well, the wholesaler's not required to invest any money in the property. As a matter of fact, the contract, the way they write it up, they don't even put earnest money down on the property. No, it's, it's, just, it's just an unsecured contract, which is signed by the, the owner of the property, which is transferable to another entity. And by the way, depending on the contract that that wholesaler uses, I may or may not need to add an addendum to that contract to solidify certain key pieces of the transaction that need to be in that transaction to protect my interest. Yeah, so... These are reasons why people might get into wholesaling. There's a lot of other reasons too. I mean, there's, there's a ton of reasons, but I think the, the most important thing you need to understand, if you're wholesaling properties, you're not really a real estate investor. You're helping real estate investors, but you're not one yourself. When we come back from the break, we're gonna talk about the cons. Stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. We went from 100% live to 100% virtual. And you know the funny thing is, is that nobody wants to go back to work now that work from home, right? So now my members are like, well, Dell, we want to keep those virtual things open because now I know all the people in Miami and I know all the people in Chicago. I know all the people now know each other from all over the country because of these virtual events. The free workshop, How to Retire in Five Years or Less, is online. Go to lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. Today's show, we're talking about the concept of wholesaling. And so far, I've, I've talked to you about what wholesaling is, and I've talked to you about how wholesaling can be seen well let me 
let me take a step back. Wholesaling can can seem like it's being an actual real estate investor. But the reality of it is this. You're not really investing because you're not buying into an asset. All you're doing in the concept of wholesaling is finding a distressed property and then matching that distressed property up with an actual investor who will invest in the asset. Does that make sense? Okay. There are some cons to wholesaling. And now I, I have to bring these up because I need you to understand both sides of the equation. Does that make sense? I know it makes sense to you. All right. The first con that I see regarding wholesaling is that you actually have a lack of control. You really do. I think it's a, it's a main disadvantage in the fact that you have no control over the actual transaction. What am I getting at? As a wholesaler, you have to rely on the ultimate buyer to close the deal. And if the buyer backs out for whatever reason, the wholesaler might be left with a property that they didn't intend to own. Yeah. So what happens to the wholesaler if they can't sell the contract to somebody else? Do they ultimately have to buy the property? Do they have an escape clause in their contract that allows them to, to get away without any harm done to themselves. And then what about the owner of the property that really thought that, hey, this wholesaler coming in was going to buy the property. And, and as a result of that, I was going to get my property sold in the next 10 to 14 days. But now that's not happening. Yeah. So that's the thing. As a wholesaler, you have no control over the person that you're flipping the contract to. In many cases, once that contract has been flipped, the wholesalers made their fee. The wholesaler is pretty much out of the picture. They're out of the picture. There's nothing that they contribute to the transaction beyond that point. Here's, here's another problem that I see. It has to do with the limiting of potential profit. Wholesaling can be seen as a, well, I'll use the word lucrative. I don't, I don't like that word, but I'll use the word lucrative way to make quick profits. Because that's, that's really what you're doing. You're, you're trying to make a quick profit by finding an asset and then flipping a contract. Okay, but here's the problem. Because the wholesalers are selling the property at a discounted price, it means they're not going to be able to make a lot of money off of the sale of that contract. And here's why. There is a purchase price that is in the contract. And in, in addition to that purchase price, there is a fee, which is the wholesaler's fee, which I have to pay in order to get that wholesaler to assign the contract to me. Once they assign that contract to me, they're pretty much out of the picture. Does that make sense? Okay. They can't make that fee so high that it's going to blow the deal. I still have to make a profit or I'm not going to buy the asset. It's as simple as that. Now, let me go back to some of the deals that were sent into me. Here's one that was sent to me by, by Moon. And this is a property. It's a wholesale property. It flat out says right in, in the, the offer, the original buyer is selling an option or assigning an interest in a contract for a fee and does not have legal title to the property. This particular asset I can buy for $100,000. Yeah. Now I'm going to pay $100,000 for the particular asset. The asset is worth $185,000 all fixed up. So there's $85,000 of potential equity in this deal. Now, some of that equity is going to be consumed because 
I have to repair the property. I have to bring it back to its glory days. That's going to take a certain amount of money. I also have to pay that wholesaler's fee. So that's going to take a certain amount of money too. But when the dust all settles, Moon believes that I will capture a remaining amount of a little over $28,000 in equity in the property. What does that mean? It means it's worth $185,000, but I'm into the property for about $157,000. The difference between the $157,000 and the $185,000 is about that $28,000 of additional equity I'm going to capture. Now, I have to put about $23,000 into this deal in order to capture $28,000 worth of equity. But the neat thing of it is I've just doubled my money. Yeah, I've just literally doubled my money by buying this asset and doing what I'm going to do to this property, which is to breathe new life into it and then put it back into service as clean, functional workforce housing for a demographic of people that are looking for a great place to live. And that's what I offer is a great place to live. But that flipper, that flipper is not going to participate in the fact that I'm going to double my money. Because, excuse me, that flipper, I, I called him a flipper. I meant to call him a wholesaler. Really, they're, they're, they're kind of the same. They're kind of the same. The difference is a flipper is actually going to do some work on the property. The wholesaler doesn't do any work on the property. Yeah, I've already discussed that with you earlier in the show. This is the, this is the other negative thing that, that comes to mind with regards to wholesalers. And, and, and I've just, I'm just going to have to get it out and I'm just going to have to tell you what I'm thinking because there's, there's no easy way to, to sugarcoat any of this stuff. There are ethical concerns when it comes to wholesalers. There are ethical concerns, particularly when it comes to marketing the property to potential buyers. Now, some wholesalers, now get this, I'm not saying all of them do it, but some wholesalers may use deceptive marketing tactics to make the property seem more valuable than it really is, which can be not only unethical, but potentially illegal. And as a result, it's important for wholesalers. If you're going to be a wholesaler, you should be transparent and honest in your marketing efforts. As a matter of fact, some of the wholesalers that, that I do work with, it's important for me to help educate them on the real estate markets. Now, did, did you know that they, they don't necessarily know a lot about the real estate markets because all they're interested in doing is finding a distressed asset, a distressed asset. I, I get texts every day from wholesalers looking to buy my last remaining single family property. And, and they come at me from a, a variety of different ways. And, and the ironic thing is they, they never really want to ask me what the condition of my property is. All they want to ask me is how much do I want for the property? Now, why do you think they do that? Why do you think that they're, they're asking me how much I want for the property? Because they're trying to get a strike price. They may or may not be sophisticated enough to go into the marketplace and take a look at whether or not my asking price is competitive. Or maybe they just want to get a, a foot in the door. By giving them a strike price, if you will, I have just allowed that wholesaler to communicate with me. And if that wholesaler has an understanding of what's going on in the, in the real estate market where my particular asset exists, if they understand that market, then they'll understand that the number that I throw back to them is the actual retail value of the property. 
the property in the current marketplace all fixed up, and this property is all fixed up. It's it's in really great condition. It's worth $250,000. Now, if a wholesaler were coming to me and saying, what do you want for the property, which they've done, by the way, that happened to me this morning. I said, I want $250,000 for the property. Did you know that wholesaling is only feasible in certain markets where there is demand for distressed properties? They're looking for distressed properties because most people don't want to buy a distressed property. If you're looking for a house for you to live in, are you looking for something that looks like a tornado hit it? Or are you looking for something that is like move-in ready? Investors are looking for those types of properties. So these wholesalers, they need to find marketplaces where you have distressed properties. And here's the other thing. It used to be that you could wholesale in all 50 states. There was no regulatory process against it for it, whatever. But recently, at least this is the information that I've come up with, there have been five states that explicitly have made wholesaling illegal or they have strongly regulated wholesaling. And part of the reason they've done this is because of some of the unethical stuff that goes on with wholesaling. Not all wholesalers are unethical. Let me be very, very to the point there. But some are. As a result of that, the legislative bodies of certain states have decided to regulate wholesaling. I have seen deals come across my desk where somebody is asking for a $30,000 fee on a wholesale deal. So wholesalers sometimes will try and drive the price down on a wholesale property so that they can tack on an even bigger fee because that's how they make their money. Now, check this out. Let's see how the IRS likes to treat wholesalers. Well, look at this. They think wholesalers are self-employed. They think wholesalers have to pay taxes at whatever their ordinary tax rate is, given however they earn money. And because they're self-employed, they get to pay both sides of the self-employment taxes. Those would be the Social Security and Medicare taxes that are out there. So when you start looking at how the taxation impacts the fees that you earn as a wholesaler, you have to take that into consideration. There are more and more states that are looking at this practice of wholesaling. And the way they're looking at wholesaling is they're almost looking at it as if wholesaling is usury. Yeah, wholesalers actually, they got kind of a bad rap out there. So if you're considering being a wholesaler, understand that you're going into an industry where people may look down upon you. I've, I've told you this entire show that wholesaling is not investing because you are not putting your money to work in an active asset. Many people that get into wholesaling get into wholesaling specifically because they don't have any money. They decide the best way for them to get money is to go out and get involved in wholesaling. And they wind up spending a lot of time. Maybe they spend a little bit of money on bandit signs and things like that. And maybe they start doing wholesaling and they find it to be very frustrating. And real estate investing is anything but frustrating. Let me take you back to this property that Moon sent me that I know came from a wholesaler. Very specifically, it's an opportunity for me 
to buy an asset that I can pay $100,000 for, I can pay a wholesaling fee on top of it, and I can still capture about $28,000 of equity, even though I'm going to have to put almost $23,000 of my own money into the deal. That's a solid double. Why is that a solid double? It's because I'm able to double my money. And it's got nothing to do, when I say solid double, I'm using like the baseball term. And the reason that it's a double in Al's book is because I can double my money on the day that I buy it. And all I have to do is hold the asset for a year and a day before I consider tapping into that money. The other thing that it does for me is it provides me cash flow. This particular asset is going to pay me $285 per month every month that I have the property. It turns out to be a 15.1% return on investment just on the cash flow experience. Now there's there's one other deal that came to me from Greg and now this particular asset, this is in San Antonio. But again, it's a property that I can buy for $16,000 cash out of pocket. It's going to produce potentially $24,000 in equity capture for me. So I'm more than doubling my money in this asset. I can buy the property for $60,000 plus whatever the, the wholesaler's fee is. And that property in the marketplace, when all fixed up, is worth $140,000. More importantly, this particular property will return $332 a month in cash flow which gives me an even better rate of return than the one Moon sent me, which was 25.1%. I don't want you to wholesale properties, but as an active real estate investor, I want you to understand that wholesaling exists and it can be a prime source for you to obtain assets. If you want to do exactly what I'm doing, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for a free workshop, and let's get you going. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit LifestylesUnlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.